welcome to Palin' Around, the official Uppercut podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact through the internet. I'm your host, Jessica Howard, and this is our end of the month episode, which means it's a staff episode. And with me from Uppercut today is the one, the only, the Ty. Ty, how are you? Hello, I'm, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. How so? This is our end of the month recap. So, can you also recap your month to us? What What was your What was the highlight of your month? Um. Well, oh, goodness, time sure is fake, huh? Um. Well, I watched a a, a fun movie about haunted pants. That was pretty good. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that answer. That yeah, was good. Well, it, it was fun. You know, interesting. <laughs> well, that was Slacks, right? That's what that's called? Yeah, with two X's. That's a good name. Three X's is just horny. Two X's, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rule. Uh, four X's, horny and scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that is Kayla. Hi, Kayla. How are you? <laughs> to be fair, I, I did mute my audio. <laughs> when I yelled at my dog <laughs> like no, the we're recording just, like, audio. just leave it on just leave it in um it's good hey how, how are y'all I'm doing good how is your month what's what's the highlight of your month um well I don't know if I've had a check-in or I can't remember if I've had a check-in since I quit my job uh so that's mm. that happened and I don't work in retail anymore which is exciting um fuck yeah it's really exciting um and i got my first vaccination shot which was really cool i was a little sleepy for a day but feeling fine now and excited to get fully vaxxed yeah i think that's that's a good a good highlight of my month i think hell yeah those are awesome highlights um, I think the highlight for my month, um, I also got vaccinated. So I have the first one down. I'm getting the other one here in like a couple weeks. Um, and then other than that are the stream that we did for charity for AAPI uh, like a week and a half ago or something. Holy I don't shit, know. That was this month. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, that was also a major highlight. So thank you everyone who's listening, who was there, who donated, who supported us, who who talked in the chat. like. You just made it such an incredible day, and you made such a difference. Um, thank you so much for for all your help and for caring and for always yeah. showing up for others. Thanks, y'all. That was that was a really. I mean, it was like a really cool experience to like be a part of because I feel like we came together really fast to just like put something together. But it really was like the community that came out and um, showed their support, which was really awesome. So thanks everybody who participated in that. Yeah, we literally woke up that morning and we're all just kind of like, this is this is fucked up and we need to do something. So we we threw that together last minute and it was a really great experience. Yeah. So and thank you to Ty and Kayla for both, you know, helping with that and being such good teammates and, and being lovely always. Thanks. And then also Monty was there. Monty was on stream, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, all of, all of us, because Andrew helped with like the overlays and being in the in the mm-hmm. chat all day too. So the whole team was like stellar. Teamwork, yeah, great the, job. The whole team was there. It was definitely it was one hundred percent group effort from everybody. Like Andrew seriously spent like two hours before the stream. Like I I started working on like the layout assets, and I was like, okay, I think I have it to where like all of the cameras show up. But can you? double check everything make sure all the tech is going to actually work can you make sure it looks kind of pretty and like there's the bar that shows like how much has been raised and so he spent like two hours before doing all that stuff um and yeah it was it was a really good time and um, uh by the time you're listening to this we will have uh done our raffles and notified people because i did set all of that up so now i just gotta woo! gotta do the pulling so keep your Keep your keep your eyes and ears out for that. The anticipation. No, that's super exciting. I'm 
I'm excited to see the, I was going to say like the results, but that makes it sound like it's like a test or like a, like a voting thing, but I'm just excited to see who, who won. That's, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, so now that we did like kind of a little check in with each other, we're going to talk about the games that we played this month. And what's cool is there, there's a decent amount of overlap with things. I think like we each have our own things that we played, but there's, a couple games in particular that there's one that all three of us played mm-hmm. and there's one that two of us played. There's a couple that two of us played. So there's, there's a good amount of overlap. So the first game that I want to talk about is one that all three of us have played. Uh, Ty and Kayla are actually playing it together, which is super cool. Um, and then Andrew and I have been playing it. We started it last night. Ty and Kayla are both, I think you both are a little bit ahead of where we are. So do you want to kind of take the lead and talk about your experience with it so far? Yeah. So me and Ty um, were actually gifted codes from EA. So thank you for that. Um, We were a little ahead of Jess and Andrew, like Jess just said, um, because we got it uh, like a day or two before them. But it's been a lot of fun. It's it's just really cool if you like co-op games, but it's like different. It's very different. Like I've never played a co-op game like this before, honestly. Um, The mechanics switch up every single chapter so it's not something that like you're kind of stuck with the same skills that you've learned and you have to go through the whole story with the same skills um like for example something that all of us have played is besides like the first jumping puzzles and things that you learn how to play the game um you get to this first part where like if you're playing as cody the guy you get to be like you get to throw these um nails at the wall and then if you play as uh may the the girl you get to like swing you have a hammer on your back so you get to like hammer things and you get to like swing on the nails so it's it's really cool just because you know it's a fun co-op but it's a story about like um two parents getting a divorce the daughter is sad about the divorce and wants them to stick together and she has this weird uh book i don't know how this child came across this book um but she has this weird book that uh, speaks to us and tells us to repair our marriage and uh, we turn into these little dolls and that's kind of the game is your co-op with somebody else and you're playing through. Um, but it's really fun. Um, mm-hmm. I know me and Ty are really having a really good time with that. I didn't expect it to be because, okay, so I had only seen the gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I started the game, I was like, this is a kind of a little bit darker than I thought it would be because it starts (laughs) off right with like the parents getting into a fight and then telling their daughter they're getting a divorce and you know I it it starts off kind of uh depressing but it I don't know I mean it's it's a real thing so it's kind of nice to see a game talk about divorce in that way I guess in a sense um that's not really something that you see in games very often I feel yeah, um, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm interested to see how it's going to end because yes. the whole thing right now is like the fucking book becomes like anthropomorphic and talks to them in a terrible Latin lover accent and like clearly wants them to like get back together. Um and so like I don't know. Like, the whole thing is about them, like, cooperating and stuff, but I don't know how it's going to end in terms of their relationship. Um, yeah. I will say it, it, it's a Hazel 8 game, so it's very silly in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but it is very fun. It is. And I think I've thought about the ending a lot, too, and I don't know what it's going to be yet because I'm still a ways away. But I think for me, the best case scenario is if it still lets them have the divorce, but maybe they walk away from the situation like still like they cooperate now and they're willing to be friends because it just kind of almost feels weird if like the whole thing is like, nah, divorce is bad. Like, just stick with it. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of worried about, too. Um, Because like it definitely could be setting itself up to preach that message, which would be kind of like, I don't know, like, sure. Yeah, love is great. Happy ending, blah, blah, blah. But that just seems like. I just, I don't think I would like that too much. Yeah. Just to completely dismiss the problems they've been having and be like, no, like anything is possible through love. Yeah. (laughs) The game, so the game is super charming though. Besides, mm -hmm. I think that's like my only gripe is like, I'm nervous about the ending. I'm nervous about what's going to happen. Besides that, I think that the story 
is really nice. The characters are really charming. Like there's a lot of banter. There's um, a lot of these like mini games that you could play um, throughout the story. That's really fun. Yeah. And you can go back to them at any time too, which yeah. is really cool. If you go to the menu, uh, you can hit mini games and it has all of the ones that you've found so far. It's really cool. I think one part, like, so me and Ty were literally just playing before we mm-hmm. recorded um, and we got to this one part in the story where like you still have to kind of do some things, but it's very more, it's more relaxing. You've just gone through the, like this really big boss fight and then you're just kind of like maneuvering your way through and it's like really pretty. There's a lot of like lights and it's like neon and stuff. And then you ride on this water dragon thing and it's just like really pretty and like calming. And I think it reminds you that like sometimes in the middle of, of the chaos in life, like you do have to appreciate the small things. And I I thought that was really nice. Me and Ty were just like, this is really pretty. I love Aww. this. It was very nice. It's a beautiful game. Like, it's a very beautiful game. Well, and that part of the game really stands out because a lot of it, like, you're going through this, like, backyard, like, tree area and there's a lot of like greens and browns and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and then you get to this section and it's all these like black light neons and like all this glowing color and it's just really neat yeah that sounds so pretty it like it kind of reminds me of um like a Leica film like Coraline or something like that there's just like this quality about it that reminds me of that mixed with like when you're going through the shed or even I guess the tree too which are the first two levels that you're in um it reminds me of like an I spy book do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about with like just all yeah. the random like junk everywhere but like you notice it all and it's just like all very like intricate and cool oh for sure it has like that kind of vibe to it um artistically which and like it's just a beautiful game like the lighting is really pretty the character like I I really am a huge fan and it runs really well too cuz like something that I always like platforming in games for me is super hit or miss um especially when it comes to like stuff like wall jumping right where you jump back and forth between two small areas to like get up to a place and it takes two that feels so good and is so easy like the platforming feels so fluid and nice um and then you know Kayla mentioned earlier like the hammer and the nail thing or in like the the bee level or the tree level um you get like a pollen gun and like a rocket launcher sort of thing that like if you combine the two it makes it more effective like everything works together and um I don't know Kayla did you ever play a way out I didn't know I know. I played a bit with Ty. I don't know if Ty played it and beat it by themselves. I played it. Yes, I played it with a local friend and beat it. Yeah, it's just like they really know how to do a really good multiplayer game. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the man's work. He's a silly, (laughs) problematic little man. (laughs) But I'm a fan of what he's been putting out. Because, like, two, the thing with this, right, is, like, when I played A Way Out, I played it with a local friend. And so we were doing, you know, like, local co-op together in the same room because this was Mm -hmm. pre-pandemic. But, like, Kayla and I are playing It Takes Two, you know, from two different states. And we haven't had any connectivity issues. We haven't had, like, any of that kind of bullshit. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I've played both. I played locally and I played with Ty and which also gave me a cool like I've been able to play as both characters throughout the first like level and a half. I do think that Cody is the more fun character. Even it's weird because even though like they get different skill sets each level, each level so far I've preferred Cody's uh, skill sets. But um, I think I yeah. wanted that match gun. I don't know. I really, I like. I've only Colin. played as Cody, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I. Whenever we were doing all the mini games, I was like, I don't know if Andrew's just better than me or if Cody is just better. I'm gonna pretend <laughs> it's Cody because I don't want to admit that I'm bad. Oh, Kayla is <laughs> absolutely better than me. She kicked my ass in all the mini games we played. Today. Not in all of them. Not in all. Of we them. were today. We were always... The ones we played today, I'm pretty sure you beat me in all of them. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> We were always super close. The only game that I beat Andrew in was like like a button mashing one because I'm really oh, good yeah. at button mashing. I'm not. So I Kayla lost. got I a score of like fourteen to zero against me in one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh that looter. It's that it's that FPS skills that I have. You know. Yeah, it's, Kayla's got them Destiny skills. <laughs> 
Kayla, out of everybody at Uppercut, I think Kayla has the most big dick energy. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it takes two is fantastic. If you've been on the fence about it, I do recommend picking it up. Um, it's just it's it's a really good experience. Just as far as uh, truly knows how to make a good multiplayer game, and also it's just rad that like it's not just Nintendo that is keeping couch co-op alive. I do want to mention too, um, for anybody listening that isn't familiar with this, they have a really cool system to where like if you buy the game, you don't have to play with somebody who else who has also spent. Forty dollars yeah. on the game. It has this friends pass thing, so you can actually like invite somebody to play with you. They can download it and play, but they can only play with people who've purchased it. So it's not like they get like a free copy of the game, but they can play through it with you. Um, whoever has bought the also, game. Also, it's only forty dollars. Really yeah, it's only forty dollars. It's totally all in worth all. It. Like, it's it's pro- like God. That like that's such a good deal. Like that is one of the best. I guess like practices that you could have with a game like that. Like that's just really so cool of them. Very consumer friendly, very good game. I do recommend it. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. If you it's got great. somebody to play with, it's a fun time. Yeah. And I mean, you have a free copy of it as soon as you buy it. Well, not free copy, but you have that friend pass. So like just, you just make somebody play it with you. They have no excuses. <laughs> right. That's how it works. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, but so the next game that I'll jump to, and sorry, that one that one ran a little bit long, but also it's the one that we've like all played. So uh, the next one that I'm going to jump to is Loop Hero, which I have not played, but I know Ty and Kayla, you both have put a shit ton of time into it. So, so take yeah. it away. Tell me about Loop Hero. I played like several more hours today. <laughs> Same. Same. Um, I can kind of take the lead on this, I guess. Um, Do it. So I, I picked it up a little bit after it came out because I heard some of my a deck builder roguelike nerd pals talking about it um and i streamed it and from there uh i got some hot tips from glenn and moises on how to how to optimize my game and then uh andrew started playing it and then kayla was listening to andrew and i play it and decided she was gonna play it uh and now we're all in in a loop here a hole um (laughs) But essentially, it's kind of hard to explain the concept, but it's basically, you have a little, like, you start every round of the game in a loop where it's just, like, a little cobblestone circle that you just walk around. You just have a little pixelated man who has a very funny, cute little walk that I love. Um, (laughs) And he just walks around the loop, and uh, he bumps into, like, monsters and stuff that are hanging out, and he fights them. And from that, he gets, like, equipment and cards, and then you can use the cards to, like, the cards are basically, like, this character's memories of the world, because the world has been, like, cast into darkness, not to be a Kingdom Hearts head, but, like, (laughs) it's, it's a similar situation. And so, like, you get different cards, like, the ones that you start with, I think, are, like, you get the mountain and the meadow cards, which are, like, you can place, literally, like, you'll put mountains and little meadows and if you put the meadows next to like another resource they'll bloom and like each card that you play has an effect like the rock and mountain cards will give you more total hp whereas like the meadow cards will um give you more hp like at the start of every day and so like it just depends on that and then it's kind of the same with like in the loop you can set up different squares that have different enemies that you fight like you could have for example like a spider cocoon card that you put and then there'll be like one or two squares that like every I don't remember what the time period it is but like every so often like they'll show like little spiders will show up and you'll fight those and like the day just kind of runs automatically and most of it is kind of just like clockwork and that like the loop the hero just like walks around the loop automatically they fight the monsters automatically. Um, yeah, you don't like, control any of the fighting. It's yeah, all you don't control on, like, any of the fighting or anything. Down. Like, all you really have control over is, like, which items you equip and, like, what cards you put down to, like, shape what the loop is going to be like. And if you um, should leave now or later. <laughs> yeah, so if you, like, every time you hit your camp, you basically have the opportunity to, like, run away and go back to your base and, like, keep all the shit that you've gotten. Because it is a roguelike, so once you die, if you if you die, you lose 60% of your shit. Um, so you don't lose all of it, which is nice. 
But yeah, but you get, like, resources and stuff, and then you get, like, a little home base that you, like, build out with all of the other, like, survivors of this weird, like, whatever happened. And it's just, it's very fun. It, it's like, addicting. It's, it's so It's nice, fun. too, because it's, like, you can set up the, the way that it works in a lot of ways, so it'll, like, like, I have mine set up right now. Where, like, every time I finish a fight with an enemy, the game will automatically pause. That way I can, like, fuck around with my equipment and, you know, like, see what cards I got and, you know, mess with the landscape and all that. Um, But, like, since it's all automatic, you can just, like, have it go, you know? So, like, you can be watching TV, you can be listening to a podcast, like, I've edited articles at work and then, like, come back to it, you know? Especially, like, once you get into the later chapters, like, if you're just looking to harvest resources, like, going back to the first chapter's loop is super easy. Yeah. I've heard at a certain point it kind of turns into an idle game where you can just, like, let it run and just be farming things. Yeah, you definitely can to a degree. You do still have to watch it a little bit because, you know, like, each loop, like, the level of your enemies rise. Like, if you're not paying attention Mm -hmm. and, like, equipping better shit eventually like you're not going to be able to like your 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 hero's going to die but yeah. mm-hmm. and even Other if you do that, just stack resources and not enemies you do have like a resource cap at each level so depending on what you're doing like you will have to like come back and be like okay i'm capped out like gotta go back now mm-hmm. yeah and there is like an upgrade that you can get to up your resources but that means you have to fight so yeah yeah no it looks a like a cool super game. Yeah, I was saying, it looks like a super cool game, and, like, I, I've been meaning to get around to it. I have just been busy with, with other time-consuming games, um, <laughs> so I haven't gotten to, but I'm really, I, I'm going to maybe try to start this week. Yeah. That seems like it'll be possible. Um, but I guess, you know what, this leads into the game that I've been playing, so I will just segue that way. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Story of Seasons, because that game just came out, like, a week ago. Um, or God, no, not even no, a week ago. I was going to say, I think like yeah. a couple days ago. Yeah, it came out on Tuesday. We're recording this on Sunday. Um, by the time that this show comes out, it'll be like a week, uh, a little over probably. But yeah, so that came out about a week ago. Um, and it's about really good. Sorry. <laughs> and it's really good. Um, I am enjoying my time with it. It is very much um, another farm sim game. There's some things that it does that... I think really are good for the genre and advance it. Um, Some things where it feels like they've taken some inspiration from animal crossing as far as like museum collecting, having kind of like this overarching, like, like community goals um, and, and like a tourism aspect of it where you're trying to get the town to attract more people um, and, and kind of help the town thrive, Uh, which, and that even kind of goes a little bit to Stardew Valley with like the community center, but there's a bit a bit larger scale of it, I guess, with a uh, story of seasons. Um, you know, you also, there's like a very good cast of characters to, to talk to, to romance. Um, I don't know. I'm writing a list for paste. By the time that this uh, comes out, that list will be up. And I talk about like the five really good aspects of that. And then the five things that I'm not as into um, overall, it's a very positive experience. Um, but there, there are a handful of things that, are are irritating uh the biggest thing is for anybody who's who's playing this you'll completely understand what i'm about to say even though it might sound weird is the fucking makers in that game (laughs) um so normally in like old harvest moon games you can get like mayonnaise makers cheese makers things like that and you install them inside the coop or inside the barn and when you collect your eggs you just put them in the mayonnaise maker and it upgrades them to mayonnaise and like it takes a little bit of time but they sell for more money in this game you cannot place them inside any houses. So I have a section of my farm that just looks like a fucking like vending machine area because <laughs> I have all these stupid ass big bulky makers everywhere. And you have to set up multiples of them so you can have multiple things going at the same time. So I just have like 20 fucking vending machines on my beautiful farm. <laughs> it looks really stupid. I can just it's imagine because like, I, you know, it looks it's so like that bad. in Stardew. Like I... I haven't played Story of Seasons, but I've played a lot of Stardew and like you can really organize in that way and like put it inside so you don't have to look at it. So like just having it all outside in one area. Yeah, it's it's very unattractive. I am kind of a little grim. 
Yeah, it just like I said, it like there's one area of my farm that looks like fucking industrial because it like they're they're seriously the size of of like vending machines, like a like a soda vending machine. Um, so it looks really stupid, and you can't even push them right next to each other too. So they're all like kind of spaced out. Um, and that is definitely one of the things. Like there's that the the dialogue leaves a lot to be desired in that game. Um, you know, I kind of wish that they would embrace more of like the relationships in those games because it seems like they're just trying to be all things which i get means you can't go as deep into certain things but um the dialogue could really use some work the cutscenes are pretty cute then you kind of get to see the characters there but the dialogue when you're just walking through the town it's a lot of hey hello like the weather is nice oh this festival's coming up in three days very bland conversation so yeah. you can't really get a good sense of the people um and yeah, I know the biggest, the the best thing about it though, and this is something that I hope they incorporate into more farm sims in the future, um, is there's like this actual sense of progression with your land. Like you start off and you start off having like this one small part of your farm. It's not like Stardew or or Harvest Moon or Story of Season games where you have the whole field and you just have to kind of slowly clear it and then you have everything. Um, with this one, you start off in this small area. You have to repair a bridge that brings you to the second area. Then you have to repair a rockfall third area. And there's a fourth area too. And each one has like different mines so you can get different resources. They have a different type of tree. So you get like the better wood or the better grass. So you have, you know, like better like clothing because you turn the grass into textiles. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have like that advancement that feels really good. There's It's a very nice like progression loop, I guess. Is, is Story of Seasons... Sim like more similar to Animal Crossing or Stardew in the sense of like the things that you do all day like do you get tired and you only have so much energy in like Stardew or is it like Animal Crossing where you're just kind of like doing whatever you want all day long no you get tired it's it's very much like Stardew because basically so the Harvest Moon games I believe were the first to do like the farming sims that we know today like Stardew um, and then the old Harvest Moon team left and they started doing Story of Seasons and then Harvest Moon still exists, but like it's kind of a known thing that they've run it into the ground and it's not very good anymore. Hmm. Um, and then Stardew came out in what, like 2016 or something like that. I think it was 2016. Um, and that was like that kind of took a lot of the things that like Story of Seasons and Harvest Moon did, but made them more contemporary. Like... <laughs> You wouldn't see like alcoholism in, sto right. in star yeah. story of seasons or harvest moon, but like that type of stuff is in Stardew or like like the characters like I think smoke sometimes or like that you know what I mean like there's more of that stuff in Stardew, um, and even the characters you romance seem more like like us mm -hmm. um, rather than just like I'm the town bartender you know yeah yeah um, so yeah I don't know it's a good game though I do recommend it like if, if you like comfy farm sims you'll like it a lot and I do recommend picking it up yeah I think I, I played a harvest moon once in my life and I don't remember which one it was and it was on GameCube and I loved it and I remember like romancing somebody and being like this mm -hmm. game is the best game ever because I can <laughs> I think it was like the first game I ever played where you could like romance somebody that wasn't like the sims and I was like, yeah. oh my God, like this is nice. And then it, so funny story, uh, it was, I rented it from Blockbuster. Like that's how, like, <laughs> that's like my, <laughs> my history with Har uh, Harvest Moon. So then I remember like two years later, I was like, okay, I'm going to go find that game again. And I rented like two other Harvest Moons and it was not the same game and I could never find out which one it was. And so I was always sad about that, but um, I'll always remember that romance many summers ago <laughs> that summer romance <laughs> I, I just feel like the grease baseline like is now playing <laughs> yeah no that's that's how it was for me too though with harvest moon that was my first game other than like online uh sketchy dating sims or like <laughs> the sims um where i remember romancing a character and i was just like ooh, like this, this is fun is yeah. I only had a week with that with that man because uh, of Blockbuster. <laughs> They're like, give me give me that game back. So uh, shout out mm. to Blockbuster. Young love. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the next thing I want to jump to is a game that Ty and Kayla are playing. Also a cozy game. It's even in the name of it. Um, and they can't talk about 
I think like the gate, like the story or anything like that, but you're allowed to give first, first impressions, impressions, right? Right. Yeah. So how are you liking Cozy Grove? Oh, I love it. It's really cute. Um, I don't think we can say much too much about it. Um, I don't know how far you've gotten, Ty. I've played a couple days in. It's a game, but it's meant to be played I'm like on day like five or six. I think. Yeah. 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 So you're supposed to play like 20 to 30 minutes each day to like hop on it's kind of like animal crossing in that sense you get your daily stuff done and then like you come back the next day but it's really nice it's like this like haunted island that you've dropped off in and you're doing a lot of these like resource farming and like unlocking things as you play and progress and that's all i'm gonna say about it so it's really cute and i like it and i can't wait to talk more about it when it releases um on like consoles and such because i think it's out for like ios right now mobile yeah yeah Mm, okay how are you feeling about it ty i'm not gonna say very much just because monty and i are also gonna talk about it a little bit more on um mixtape uh i don't like it oh no Uh, (laughs) yeah i don't really like it and i'll get more into that on indie mixtape so listen to that i just like the bears the ghost i also (laughs) like the bears like don't don't cancel me yet internet i have a reason (laughs) for why i don't like it You'll have to this tune is, in to more uppercut content. That's what I was going to say. This is a cross promotion uh, opportunity right now. <laughs> so listen to any mixtape. It's really, really, really fucking good. You'll get to hear my fucking hot cozy grove takes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, first impressions only on that. Um, so we will, we're actually, you know, we're going to jump. Through. I'm going to let Kayla do one more thing because it's all, it's all kind of relevant. Uh, Kayla, you've been playing Stardew, which is kind of funny because I've actually gone back to it too. Um, but this is your first time on PC with mods? Yes. Yes. How are you liking it? I don't know what I've been doing this whole time. I honestly, before anybody comes for me, I'm going to say I played Stardew Valley on the Switch. I put in a lot of time. I don't know how much I could pull it up and find out. Um, I unlocked the whole community center, no cheats, did all those things. I've married a character and I've divorced a character. I've done a lot without cheats. So don't come for me. But uh, playing with mods is life changing. It's like it's like motherload Sims life changing. <laughs> you can go in there. You can make it to where you don't get tired at all. And like you can go into the mines and nothing affects you. Like I'm chopping trees down with my basic axe and I get one hit and it falls down. I'm clearing out the whole yard. It's lovely. I will say I'm having a lot of fun. (laughs) I'm having a lot of fun with the cheats. I don't think it changes the gameplay in the sense of like, I I still think the game is really fulfilling. I'm not going completely overboard with it to where I'm like giving myself a ton of money and just buying a bunch of things. Like I'm still planting things and watering everything every day. Like I'm doing what I can, but it just does make it easier to like clear things out because normally mm-hmm. if you're playing normally, you would have to wait until like winter to like fully clear out everything and start building things. Cause that's when you have the most time to do that. Um, nah, I'm already getting my farm started and I'm still in spring. It's really nice. And like, it's cool. You get to see, like I have a mod on where like, you can see where all the characters are on the map, so you don't have to like hunt everybody that one down. Is so helpful! Ugh, it's so helpful. It's so annoying that like having to like hunt everybody down. It really is. Um, I also have a really nice mod on where like my entire farm is like medieval themed, so it looks really cool. Yeah, I love Stardew Valley. That's a game that I've put a lot of time and energy into. So, and I always want to restart it. But then I have this like feeling of like, oh, I'm going to have to redo the community center again. It's going to take so long. So cheats and mods, the way to go. Yeah, I've been playing it with some mods too. Most of mine. So I'm using like, I'm using the one where you can track people, which sounds really sinister when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will stalk you and give you gifts until you love me. Basically, um, Shane. Hello. You know how also, it works. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> For those of you uh, who do that to Twitch streamers, don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I, I'm using that one. I have one where, like, you can right-click on any character or something or, like, alt-click. I don't know what it is. Um, and you can see all of their, like, likes and dislikes and their birthday and stuff, which is really helpful, too, when you're trying to make people like you. Once again, it sounds kind of sinister when you put it like that. <laughs> and then... Yeah, most of the ones that I'm using are all, like, aesthetic. Like, I have one where all the characters look like anime characters. Um, the town is, like, all pastel with, like, pink trees and shit. Um, 
But yeah, Stardew Valley is always, always a fun time. Always a good time. And I, I probably should have mentioned this when I was talking about Story of Seasons. One of the cool things is like so many of the mods that you can use for uh, Stardew Valley are like just quality of life changes in Stardew, or not Stardew, in Story of Seasons that make the game so much easier. Like you can see everybody's birthdays all the time in your menu, like the diary entries for each character update with like the things that they like when you give them to like give them to them. Um, and like when your relationship with them grows. Um, you also have like instead of your your equipment taking multiple days to fully upgrade, all of your upgrades are instantaneous, and like all of your new buildings are instantaneous. And yeah, it it really makes for a better experience to jump back to that. But and either also way, Jess, farm sims good. Just needs we need to plug Jess's paste article because Jess did a really cute oh, yeah. um, best characters to romance in Stardew Valley last week that went up, and of course Shane top tier best boy. Uh, making number two we love shane and his chickens i just want to fix the man i just want to give him love that's all i want the only reason shane didn't get number one is because i felt like too many people would give me crap for wanting to fix the man i would kill you (laughs) i know if you Uh, published that if you pushed publish (laughs) i would murder you i know that's what was like the whole time i was writing it i was like i i just pictured ty's face like above the laptop like some sort of astral projection just staring at me. I was like, I can't do it. You also like ranked Leah really low and I'm kind of upset about it, but like, I respect your opinion. I'm just happy that Shane was up the list because let me just tell you, if you marry Shane, he takes care of the chickens and you get blue chickens and he's just really sweet. Mm -hmm. He does leave a really bad mess on his corner of the house and it like pisses me off that's why i divorced him in my regular game but then he wouldn't speak to me anymore he every time i talked to him he'd be like don't talk to me and i felt so horrible oh i've never gotten divorced in stardew valley it sounds so sad i know you have to like go to the mayor and like file for it and he's like lewis is like you sure about that i'm like yeah he's making my house messy and then it it ties into it takes two all these games tie together. Oh, we did good today. It's true, because my last game is about loops. There you go. Mm. Wait, your last game? Oh, the one that you just talked about. I thought you meant you had another game about loops. No, like, I have, have another game loops? about I have one more game about loops, yes. Oh my god, you do? Yeah. Tell us about your next loopy game. Uh, I want to hear about it. My next loopy game is... I don't know how to say it. I think it's... Noja? Gnosia? I don't know. No, it looks like Noja. Noja. Yeah. It's uh, so it's like it's a visual novel, but it's also like a werewolf, like Among Us type thing. Oh, yeah. Is it multiplayer? No, but it's like it's like a hidden roles game. Yeah. So you like huh. so you wake up as like you you were a player character. And you name them or whatever, and then you wake up on this ship, and I can't remember her name, but, like, one of the other characters who's, like, kind of the stereotypical, like, in, like, anime murder mystery visual novels, there's usually, like, a girl who helps the player character who's, like, usually you can always trust, and that character is kind of like that, except it turns out you can't trust anybody ever. But so you play through a round of like the hidden role game and then you, you know, decide who to freeze or whatever. Because it's also kind of like um, the thing a little bit where it's like these people are in this ship and like the 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 bad aliens are the, the nausea and they can like infect people. And then once they've infected a host, like every time the ship like leaps through. I don't know if it's hyperspace, but it's something like that. And everybody is, like, asleep because they have to go into, like, stasis to, you know, like, save resources or whatever. Then, like, the Noja can run around and, like, murder people. Um, And their whole goal is just to, like, murder everybody. Um, And so you have to figure out who's the imposter or whatever. And then once you do it the first time, you wake up and it happens again. But mm. this time it's a different person. Is the Nosha. And then, not to get too spoilery, but slowly but surely, you realize that you're in a time loop situation, a la Groundhog Day, 
and every time you're uh, playing this hidden role game with characters who are on the ship, and uh, slowly but surely you get kind of more story stuff, and like you're, you know, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, essentially. So, um, so in this loop, yeah. is it just for story progression, or do you like actually unlock like skills or anything as you so, go on each day? You don't unlock skills, but you do eventually unlock a thing where you can control the loop to a degree. Like, Mm. you can, because eventually, like, I'm sorry for spoilers, I just feel like you should probably know. It's a hard sell otherwise. Um, (laughs) You, like, as the loops go on, different characters start appearing, and there's, like, 12 in total, so I think. So at some point, sorry, it's been a little bit since I played this. Um, Loop Heroes consumed my mind. (laughs) Um, But, like, you get to a point where you can control, like, how many people, how many of the characters are going to be on the loop with you. And it lets you control, like, your role. So, like, are you going to be, you know, the Noja? Are you going to be, you know, one of the other fucking mafia roles? Um, And... And yeah, so then, like, you kind of get to do that. And so I don't know, like, what the story progression, like, is really. Like, you just kind of have to loop until something in the story happens. And so that's kind of where I fell off a little bit. Because, like, I don't, there's no way to know how long it's going to be. And I'm, like, already kind of bored of the game. Because mm. it, like, the like the the hidden role game in and of itself, I'm kind of bored of. Because it's just, like... I don't know. There's not really any stakes to it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to finish it just to see what the fuck it's doing. But I actually hadn't really seen anything about it. So I pulled it up while you were talking and I was looking at the art. The art's like, like really cool. The art's very neat. It's nifty. Yeah. I really like the character designs. I like a lot of the music in it, too. It's, like, it's very interesting when you first start it. And then, like, once it kind of shows its hand of what it's doing, it's like, okay, fuck, now I gotta just, like, Mm. keep doing this thing. Um, Yeah, it sounds like that's something that could become tedious or redundant. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm gonna probably try to get back at it soon, but... Yeah. It looks cool. Like I said, the art looks very neat. So that's something that I might check out when I have some free time. I guess from from there, I'll, I'll go into my last one. I'm going to go into my last one real quick. Um, I'm finally playing Pokemon Sword. Finally. Come <laughs> like, on. I Thank know. Christ. I say Kayla and Ty have both completed. Uh, well, did you guys both have Sword or do you have Sword and Shield? I have which... Shield. I also have Shield. Oh, okay. So y'all both have Shield. Um, but yeah, I'm playing Sword. I really, really like it. It's really good. I don't know why it took me so long to, like, fucking get into it. I started it, like, the day the game came out. Um, And for some reason, I just... I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, I fell off of it because, like, it's a Pokemon game. I love Pokemon games. They don't. I don't really, like, fall off of it. It's not, like, a fault of the game or anything like that. I just was distracted, I think, by other things. Um, yeah. And so I put it down. And I never got back to it. Um, but yeah, I finally like sat down. I made myself play it. I absolutely adore Hop and would die for that child. <laughs> Hop is the best. Uh, Hop is I very hate good. the way that we have to keep fighting him throughout the story because he's not Gary. He's not a dickhead. He's not like, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to take you down, kid. And you have no motivation <laughs> to fight him besides like you're there to help him get stronger. But then you just kill him every time. And he's just so like... He's fine with it, but I'm just like, I just, I don't want to fight you anymore. I don't want to do it. I almost, I almost wish that the game would let you lose to him and like still be okay with it. Like it was just like, it didn't matter who won. Yeah. You know? I don't want that because I, I, I long for victory. Me too, but but I don't want to fight him. He's so sweet. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, I like Uh, that, like, no spoilers, but they do have a good ending for, like, Hop as far as that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I really like what they did with that. But yeah, it takes, like, literally till the very end of the game to get to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wish that that was not the case. Yeah. 
Yeah, I am I'm at the Elite Four right now. Nice. I had to set the game down once again uh, because I started playing Story of Seasons and things like that. But I swear to God, I'm finishing it this time, so I'm making myself jump back to it. I will probably finish that this week because I'm so close to done. What's your team? Um, ooh, what is my team right now? I think I have I have a Lucario, I have a Sylveon. Um my starter was a fire so I have a Cinderace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a Gengar. Um, I don't know. And like I have to swap them out sometimes too. Like the the final gym leader was a dragon type. That's why I have Sylveon right now. Um, because I needed I needed a fairy type. I just um, wanted Cinderace. to say yeah, Grookey Gang. Ooh, ooh. I, I, also, picked- I thought you liked Grookey, Jess. I, I love Grookey. I picked Grookey the first time I played. Um, I don't really Oh, like did you just, like, start a new game? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it had been so long since I played, I did not really remember. And it's not like the game is story-heavy, but I was like, eh, fuck it. Why not? Let's just restart. I gotcha. um, but yeah, It's also I very picked... fast. Yeah. yeah, It, it is. is. I mean, most Pokemon yeah, games, if... like, if you've been playing Pokemon for a really long time, besides, like the sun and moon games because those were very different i feel in progression base like the way that you move mm-hmm. through they're all very similar you can usually knock it out within like a day or two if you're just like well hardcore. and also like not to be old manny about it but like you know back in my day we didn't have the like <laughs> full share. experience share yeah and yeah, all yeah. that shit so yeah yeah they that is one thing that i've noticed is just like with each Pokemon generation, it becomes so much fucking easier. To I love your it. Team. I love it. Oh no, I I love it too. I'm not complaining. It's no, just, I know. Becomes... I know that there's some people who get big yeah. mad about it. I love it. Like, first of all, it's a game. It's a game for children. First right. Of yeah. All. Second of <laughs> all, like I don't like. Even if I wasn't a games journalist, I just feel like I don't need to spend forty hours bashing my head against a victory road because of that one fucking onyx that just was there at the wrong time you know like <laughs> yeah and like for people who might argue oh well like i want to get my money's worth with the game or like i want it to be a good value like there's still so much shit you can do and also like have it's you not- seen it they're your little pokemon friends they walk next to you yeah they do <laughs> um something else that i really like is the like the raids or whatever that you can do and you can mm-hmm. get the candies because so for instance fun. i i reached uh the eighth gym leader the dragon type and i was like shit i don't really have like a strong fairy type so this is gonna be kind of a pain i need to go find one real quick and you know like make it to where i can actually stand a chance in this gym battle um so i found an eevee i you know i turned it into a sylveon but like the whole process took me like 20 minutes to like get it to like level 50 and stuff like that you can just like grind that out so easily now yeah Mm -hmm. um you just go to your campsite you make it happy you make sure that it has what is it even i don't i forget what it needs it needs to be happy and you need to give it something while it's happy i forget what it is um yeah and then it turns into a sylveon and then between you know just having the xp share having it do a few fights get a few blows in and then feeding it candy from raids it was ready in like 20 minutes and I could go and I beat the gym leader. It was so nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but no, Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, super, super good. I feel like also if you're somebody who hasn't fucked around with Pokemon in a bit, it's a good place to jump in. Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah, because I haven't. The last Pokemon game that I actually beat was Black. Ooh. <laughs> like, I played X and Y, and I played Sun and Moon, um, but I never beat them. I think I, I got most of the way through Moon. The last Pokemon um, that I beat before Shield was fucking Sapphire. <laughs> so am I the resident uppercut Pokemon gal, then? I think so. Yeah, like, I absolutely love Pokemon, but, like, I'm such a basic, like, first two generations bitch. Oh. Um but yeah, no, and like I, I want to get more into it because I love the Pokemon games. Like I love them when I play them; they're so good. But yeah, I had just kind of drifted. I feel like between I've played Ultra Sun and I haven't finished it yet, but I did really enjoy what I played of it. So I feel mm-hmm. like between that and then Shield, I'm definitely like back on the Pokemon train, like mm-hmm. for the games. Um, and I'll probably like I'll probably buy the fucking pearl remake or whatever 
I never I think played I probably those, will too. Because those are kind of when I like started falling off of Pokemon. Oh, those are really good. The the um, I've heard really that good. a lot of people yeah. really like them, so I'll probably get the remake or whatever and like fuck around with that. Y'all, uh, speaking of remake and stuff like that, y'all excited for Pokemon Snap here soon? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. I think oh, let's do it. Because I'm I'm thinking that we should definitely do like an uppercut stream. Yeah, of, a little safari. Like, like a, yeah, like even if it's just like us, like. Like, I don't know, it'd be fun to even do, like, a week where each one of us chooses a different day and, and stream Snap and we we hang out in the chat or something like that. Put our screenshots on the Instagram. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Snap. So, um, y'all listening, maybe expect some content revolving around Snap from us because it's, like, totally uppercut shit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, like, silly taking pictures of animals. Um, Just, like, looking at little other. funky little friends. What yeah. else could you want? Snom is in it. I, Snom I is in Snom. it. I'm going <laughs> to just cry and only take pictures of Snom. <laughs> you just go to your, uh, like, the media fucking center and your Switch and it's just all Snom. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was the first time I played uh, Shield. That that tracks. That does track. They're just <laughs> good little words. <laughs> uh, and so Kayla, Kayla is our resident Pokemon person, I think. And Kayla is also our resident Destiny person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to let us take this, this passionate Pokemon conversation and pass that over to Kayla to talk about Destiny. Because Destiny is also on your list. Yeah, passionate Destiny conversation. Um, <laughs> anytime I bring up Destiny on this podcast, I say the same thing. I'm like, oh, Destiny's in a really good place right now. I, I was love about it. to say, Destiny's in a really good place right now. That's always <laughs> what it is. Um, but truly, uh, it has, like, so anytime I have jumped back into Destiny in the last, like, two years, um, since, really, since Shadowkeep came out, um, mm-hmm. I will play the new content, and then I might play for a week or two after. I'll get back on for the raid release or the dungeon release, and then I'll hop off. This season was the first time that I did not hop off. I've been playing consecutively each week, playing with more people, doing more things, um, leveling up my character. She is 1320 right now, and I think the max you can get to is 1330. So I'm on that like really heavy grind right now. We're basically like the raid and the dungeons and some of the exotic quests are the only things that you could do each week to like give you drops. Yeah, Destiny is great. It's doing this new thing now where um, with the, the like season pass, right? Like the new battle pass kind of system where like you level up, uh, previously the only way you could level up through XP was through like doing your bounties, which was like fine, but pretty annoying. Um, so I had never gotten all the way through the hundred level season pass because again, I would drop off or it would just take me a really long time to level up. But I think there's like over a, like a month and a half left of this season and I've already surpassed level 100. I have gotten all the drops. <laughs> I've done everything because they came out with this new um like seasonal challenges uh week to week thing to where you can go in and it's tied in with the story. So you kind of you don't have to do it, but it's helpful to do it and you do these seasonal challenges. Not only do you get experience points that go into your season pass, but you also get bright dust, which is kind of like a currency in Destiny for you to buy like shade, like different like skins and shaders and things like that. So it's like they're really like making incentives for you to do it. And it's really good. It's a really good time. I've actually had a lot of people get on week to week to do things with me. Like that's the one downside, I think, to Destiny is that like for it to be fun, you have to play with friends right now. Like, yeah, you can do this, the like story stuff solo, but like you're going to get to a point where like like me you have to do the raids you have to do the dungeons to be able to like level up um and get your character to like the max if that's what you're into so so yeah i've been playing with a lot of people i played with um like alex um from ip a couple times in the last few weeks um shout out to alex he's a sweetheart he's a sweetheart um and then of course like the what's good uh guardians that i'm always playing Mm -hmm. with week to week it's just it's been a really good time. My character looks really cool right now. I'm trying to get the full like season gear of this like it's like a celestial thing, so it's kind of like every sing- yeah, every single guardian, like um every single class you get like a different type. So like the hun- the hunters have this like scorpion tail. 
Um, and you have like all the like constellations and stuff on your cloak. It's really cool. Celestial Destiny gear is that's Kayla Core. Yes, it is. G- Google it if you if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> it looks so sick. It's really cool. So yeah, that's what I I've been playing a lot of. I've been playing probably like five to ten. Probably no, I've been playing like five to 20 hours a week of destiny it's it's been a lot it's been a lot <laughs> five to ten no five to yeah 20. i'm gonna bump that up um so i'm not gonna gush <laughs> about it anymore but um the story stuff is really good if you if you like redemption arcs there's a really cool redemption arc story for a character that a lot of people hate that i love um so you mm-hmm. should jump into it and check it out mm-hmm Sounds pretty good. Yeah. And I think that does it for us as far as the games that we've played over the past month. I think there's a few more you'll hear Monty and Ty talk about on the next episode of Indie Mixtape. And because I know y'all can't get enough Ty content, Ty is actually going to be hosting the next episode of Palin' Around. It's a What's Cooking edition. Ooh. Yes. So, yeah, I'm excited to listen to Speaking it. Speaking about What's Cooking, um, I'm going to interrupt really quick. Did any of y'all watch the um, Xbox Indie presentation? No, I actually meant to, and I totally forgot that it was happening Friday morning. Did you watch it, Ty? No. Okay, there is a game coming out. I think I might have sent it to you. Uh, I sent you. Oh, is it like the, the cooking one? It's like it's it's not stew pot, it's but it's something pot. that sounds like that. It's soup pot. Soup pot. Yes. Um, it is a game about like cooking, uh, Filipino cuisine. Um, and mm-hmm. you're like streaming, like you're live streaming while you're playing. Um, and it's really cute. And they had on the actual presentation, they had, uh, the devs like come on and talk about it. Um, so if you didn't watch it, I definitely recommend watching it. It's a few hours long. You can skip through some of it, but it's, it was a really good presentation. There's a lot of really good games coming to, um, I think they're all coming to game pass. Um. But uh, yeah, soup pot looks really cool. Uh, Ty, that looks like your shit. You should definitely be ready for that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I saw so I saw someone tweeting about it. I, I'm gonna watch the actual like video though. Yeah, I know Belinda um was tweeting about it. I'm excited. It looks great. Yeah, so expect lots of cooking content. I mean, per usual, right. I feel like Ty Ty carries our cooking content. I that's you know that's what I love about Ty is they're just so multifaceted oh yeah it's it's like anime sports shows and cooking and i love that for them and kingdom hearts and kingdom hearts i also am a fan of candy (laughs) it's true and muppets (laughs) truly just a perplexing and beautiful human um but yeah so um ty is going to be hosting the next episode of palin around so i won't see y'all for a month um when we talk about what we've been playing in april and that's because yeah, i'm taking show. over <laughs> <laughs> um ty tell us where the folks can find you uh you can find me on twitter at awoth keeper and it's spelled exactly <laughs> like you think uh also if you want to do me a solid just in general you can follow a upcomer which is where i work yeah do it esports stuff it's really cool esports but like not just from white dudes hey yeah uh kayla where can people find you hey you can find me on twitter and other social media at oa kayla that's where i live i posted some pictures of my dog this week (laughs) of some wings that i ate today um Mm. it's a good time Sounds like a good time. I love puppies and I love wings. <laughs> and you can find me at a wild Jessichu over on Twitter and Instagram. Pound Around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media at Uppercut Crit and UppercutCrit.com. If you'd like to hang out with the Uppercut crew, feel free to join our Discord. As always, the link is in the episode description. If you like the show, be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you just can't get enough, you can head over to patreon.com slash uppercutcrit and toss a couple of bucks our way to get it early. Or even get your name read at the end of the show, just like these folks here. We have Brian Hutchings, Cody Peters, Garrett Rose, Darren, Ashley Lee, Felicia Miranda, Hannah Kim, Jordan Malcolm Rame, Dale, Adam Manahan, Wheels, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, GameCrash.co.uk, didn't load all the way, <laughs> Adept7777, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eli Berg Moss, Jason Coles, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, 
Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Jesse Peterson, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinn Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips. Whew, there's so many of I know. You know. Y'all are all amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Got a little... Got a little army growing. That's the that's the BTS term. Is, is we are army. not a K-pop group. To, no, no. What if we were though? No, we should be putting the kibosh on this right now. No. Thank, thank you all so much for your generosity and for being our K-pop fans. And thank you, listener, for palling around with us. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.